Welcome everyone to You Can't Handle the Genre. I'm Indigo McLeod. And I'm John Ortegon. And every month we pick a film genre to break down, and every week we pick a movie to explore under that genre umbrella. And this is the third week of our month of comedy! Our comedy month! Chuckle, 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 chuckle. And today we are talking about the 2007 comedy classic Super Bad, directed by Greg Mottola, written, co-written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, the writing team extraordinaire. Uh, this duo. Movie, yeah, this movie stars... So many budding actors and actresses from Jonah Hill and Michael Cera to Christopher Mintz Plaz to Bill Hader, Seth Rogen, and Emma Stone, and also Martha McIsaac. The least of these people. <laughs> the least, <laughs> career wise. Well, but still. Still great performance. Uh, so, John, welcome back to the pod. I'm back. COVID free since 93. <laughs> Um, when did you first, uh, come to Superbad? Well, as you know, this is my third favorite movie of all time. And I watched this at first three times in 2007 when it first came out in theater. I watched it three times in theater. And I also directly after the third time, because I just couldn't get enough of this movie, I went to, oh man, what's a good website shout out? I think it was supernova.org in 2007. That was like the, the pirating site. And I, I went on that bad boy, burnt it, burnt it, had a bootleg copy of Superbad. And I may have watched that before it even hit DVD. I think I may have watched that sole copy at least 75 times. <laughs> And then it hit DVD, and then it was a whole nother devil. <laughs> it's a whole nother devil. You're you're out of your mind. <laughs> you're you're like those people you read in uh like those articles. Like this person watched uh, Endgame in theaters like um 111 times, and then they invited <laughs> him to like see the new like the set of like the new Marvel movie or something crazy. It's like I don't. That's that is like wow. Wow, I have not seen this, not even a fraction of that amount, because that's just an insane number. But I have seen this many times. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know if I saw this in the theater, um, but I if I did it, I definitely saw it when it first came on DVD. Yeah, this is definitely like a, a movie that, I watched a lot, like on like FX, yeah, <laughs> uh, which, the TV version, <laughs> which yeah, sucks because so much is uh, uh, cut out with the dialogue or the images, especially <laughs> like the dicks, which is pretty funny. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I remember I love this movie when it like came out. I think it still holds up, which I guess we'll talk about too. And I think. When I think of like other teen sex comedies, hmm. um, and there's a really great video um, on YouTube from Cosmonaut Variety Hour about the super bad and how it still resonates and rises above its like teen sex comedy roots. Yeah, that like I think at its core, this movie is maybe one of the best of that genre because it is basically about friendship at, at its heart, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, 100% agreed. I 
as I said, it is my third favorite movie, so it, it overshadows all the other teen sex movies that I also love, but there's just such comedy. It's a brand of comedy in this that is so real and just like, it's, you know, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen said, like, they say it themselves. Like, they wrote this when they were 15 years old. Actually, I think they were like 13 years old when they wrote it. At 15, they had like an actual rough draft for it. And it was just at when they were 15 years old, they they didn't see any movies that they could relate to. And they were just people, they were just, you know, kids who were just, you know, always fucking saying the craziest shit and just, you know, living that kind of life. And they can never, they, they never saw it on, on any movies or anything like that. So, you know, this movie is just one of those movies, like, in my opinion, that's like, they put it terrifically. Like, even for me, like, I had never seen movies that had this brand of just raw comedy. The closest would be Kevin Smith with Clerks. Like, when he brought out Clerks, it was that, it, incredible how real and just, like, different it, it, it is and unique. And I think that this, like, super, like, super bad is just the same way. It resonates with me. And I, I mean, I've seen it, like I've said on other episodes here, I've seen this movie more than any other movie ever. Just the, the amount of times I've seen this movie is like absolutely insane. And I just, man, I just love it. And it's timeless for me. I still laugh my ass off at like every single, every time, every time. Yeah, and I think when, like, especially watching it now, you know, like, with every comedy ever, there's, like, maybe a couple things that <laughs> aren't, I guess you could say, quote, like, you know, PC. But, like, honestly, there's so much worse comedies out there that have not aged well or they have things where I'm like, oof, cringe. Because, like, like, the 2000s was, like, the last time where, like, you know... um like homophobic slurs or just like gay, just like making fun of gay people or just like the slur, like just those slurs were, they just stopped being popular. I mean, even in like the hangover two years later, like one of the funniest lines, what, what, I thought it was one of the funniest lines you know, at oh, the yeah. time, like paging doctor, you know, person and stuff. And, but like it, at the same time, it's like, why is that funny? And I think that's the thing with comedy. It's very weird. And I mean, comedy's definitely has taken a hit as in the movie realm at least. Definitely. There's just not many comedies anymore. Like they just don't make them. They just stop making money. People just when TV started blowing up, people just can find comedy there and i mean there's a, there's, that's even a larger conversation that's about, a huge like, conversation i'm not even gonna movies. we're not even gonna touch <laughs> on that conversation because we'll get derailed i very much so i have a lot of thoughts on that but conversation i will say not a comedy yeah like oh, that's a really good point because i just saw clerks i think this year last year for the first time and yeah it does have that naturalistic um, like this would be what your other friends would maybe talk about and like how they would talk about things. Yeah. Um, I think somehow, uh, <laughs> when I, I, when I read that Seth Rogen, sorry, not Seth Rogen. When I read that Jonah Hill was not going to originally be, um, this character, he was going to be the character that like yeah. hits him originally <laughs> with a car the first time. And I was like, what? Cause they thought he was too old. He's too old. Um, yeah. Everybody thought that Jonah was too old for this movie. And 
it's fair. <laughs> like it is fair because like the like Jonah's first audition where they even where they even thought about putting him in the movie was on the set of Knocked Up. And like in Knocked Up, that dude cannot it does not seem like he will ever play a uh, uh, senior in high school <laughs> like at all. <laughs> like at all. Yeah, and it's funny too. I did not know this. He was only two. He's only two years younger than Seth Rogen, mm. which is like astounding. <laughs> <laughs> like it blows my mind because um, at the time, I believe Emma Stone and Michael Sarah were both nineteen, and then Christopher Plaz was seventeen years old. So I thought it was funny that because uh-huh. he's seventeen during the the sex scene that he has later in the movie, his mom had to be on set because. Yep. And it was very, very was difficult thing. Yeah. to film that because there couldn't be gyrating. There couldn't be any movement that indicating like fornication was actually occurring. Mm-hmm. But she, she could be on top of him, but it was, it was really weird. The, it was really the weird. The list of things that they were actually given for that scene, like, like the list of things that they couldn't do was so <laughs> crazy like they had to abide by so many rules in that one scene and christopher miss Blas couldn't even watch the movie like when it first came out <laughs> it's so funny yeah it's like good boys from like 2019 <laughs> 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 they couldn't watch the movie that there was even a, a trailer where it was just them talking to seth rogan the producer just like this sucks we we say fuck in the movie when we can't see the movie i know that doesn't make sense yeah. But you're allowed to do this, but yeah. you can't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand either, man. <laughs> um, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, um, and then I think when you look at this movie in context of like all of these comedies, this definitely was near like the height of like the Apatow era of comedy, which I feel yeah. like is like the last big era of comedy. You know, mm-hmm. besides I guess like the Seth Rogen comedies, because this was kind of the same because this is the same year as Knocked Out came out in 2007. So this was kind of like the superstar liftoff for like so many of these oh, people. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yeah, that whole group, it like, you know, it was fueled by, well, it, it was fueled by a lot, honestly. I mean, well, because 40 year old virgin, I want to say 40 year old virgin is actually where like it started for them, like all. Like when it comes to like that, like that, like that uppity up. Because if Forty Year Old Virgin came out, if it never came out, I don't think Super Bad would have ever been made. Yeah, no, I was. I guess it was more for me like that. That was like the beginning, but I don't think I think that was like really a huge one for like Steve Carell. Mm. I feel like since like in the background was like Seth Rogen. I think I feel like because of his name on this project, and then also just being, it's been a while since I've seen Forty Year Old Virgin, but like. A bigger, more central role mm-hmm. in Superbad is—is is that? Would you say well, yeah. that? Oh, definitely. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely say a little bit more central because in in Forty Year Old Virgin, he's still like he still has a lot of airtime, but it's not like obviously not the same as Officer Slater and Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why I was like, I feel like this, especially like for almost like everyone. Um, like, I mean, John Hill, Michael Sarah, Bill Hader, Emma Stone, Seth Rogen, they all just became stars after this. And, like, I, it's so weird when you watch this movie because Emma Stone is, is lower on the call sheet, basically, than uh, Martha Mag- uh, McIsaac. And 
she out of all of them has for oh, yeah. general public is, the, is gone the wildest yeah. <laughs> she can still be doing acting but she is not even close because these are all superstars besides actually i would say christopher mince plaz which he did have some roles after this that like people know mostly i just think of neighbors and kick ass kick ass too that's yeah, it kick ass uh, and this is the end as himself but like that was that's really it i don't know anything else he's done um but like i'd probably Michael's, say those same things yeah yeah and Michael Sarah, I mean, my he Michael Sarah had Youth and Revolt, um, Juno, Juno. Oh, Juno was a big Juno was a big one. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yep. We're talking about that earlier before the show. Yeah. And he's had he had other things. I think he well Arrested Development, obviously, but right. That's like True. you know, if if we're talking about like just full on career size, like Michael Sarah has been going pretty like he was going hard for a second. But. He he's definitely because I was listening to a pod the A twenty four podcast. It was him talking to um, um, Jonah Hill, like I believe in late twenty nineteen and or eighteen. And I know he's done. Michael Sarah's done like a, f- a couple plays on Broadway, and he definitely seems to stay more in the indie route too. Mm-hmm. I think just some people just don't care about like the fame part of hollywood just seems like he just wants to do his own thing so i mean he still does stuff and he's still like the he does voiceover things sometimes too so it's just not as prominent because i would like jonah hill seth rogan bill Hader, and emma stone are some of the biggest people in hollywood like they are when it comes to comedy for sure or like oh, well, emma stone is huge other other than that but oh jonah hill too yeah. i mean i was gonna say uh-huh. like him and uh Emma Stone have risen above their comedy roots, but they they go back sometimes. But then they're also in dramas, which is yeah <laughs> so crazy. Like Jonah Hill nominated twice, Emma Stone. I don't know, if she's been nominated three times, but she's won obviously for La La Land. La La Land and Cruella. Uh, Cruella, that movie is coming out. Surprisingly, the early people who've seen it. She's great. The movie's actually pretty good, and it's a surprise. So, mm. once again, she has a lot of range and talent. She's had an amazing career. I'll always know her as Jules, her roots. <laughs> Which is, it's so funny, because, like I was saying, like, she, I, I honestly don't know if I saw her in this movie if I thought there was something special, like I, every time I watch this movie, it's further from this, and her career has just exponentially gotten bigger and bigger, and her talent has just just exploded. But I just, I never. It's just so funny because some people, it's like, yeah, that's that that small role. You were fantastic. I can see where you became a star, but I honestly don't see it here. It's not like she's bad or anything. It's just no, I don't think a- she's astounding where I'm just, it's just surprising that she like easy a and, and her was character real. isn't supposed to be but yeah i i feel like the character of jules isn't anything that's supposed to be, like that's written like that but you like you just said easy a was definitely the movie that like showed her like range i, I, I yeah. would say because i fucking love easy a too like she was so good in easy a yeah i don't remember the movie that well, but I do remember loving her, yeah, and that was three years after this. But, um, John, if you if I if I had not seen Super Bad, mm. sell me on Super Bad. Why is it? I'd slap. Why you in is the it face. so funny? 
Oh my god! I would just slap you in the face. Wolf, I was like five. <laughs> hey, hey, Mister, Mister! <laughs> I'll be like, sell me on Superbad. I'll be Why like, do you uh, love Superbad. Ah uh, man, I probably shouldn't be, you know, in like you know, letting five year olds watch Superbad. But you know, I guess it's whatever. <laughs> you know, Maybe it's your cousin. Point. Okay, well, your cousin was like <laughs> Uncle John. Wait, is that how cousins work? You know, fuck uncle. Fuck. <laughs> ah, shit. Fucking, <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if my nephew, uncle if my shot. nephew came up to me, even though I don't have a nephew, and just been like, "Hey, like, can can you uh, tell me what's so good about Superbad?" <laughs> uh, I'd say everything is good about Superbad. Um, if you want to just laugh your ass off at a comedy that is never really. It never goes too far or pushes any limits where it gets, like, just not funny. Like, a lot of comedies do, especially before, like, before Superbad came out. Then Superbad is just the movie for you, five-year-old nephew. Like, you should watch it because it will just bring you joy and, and happiness. And, oh, wait, but actually, if I'm talking to them, if I'm talking to this five-year-old in a modern sense, then you know a lot of people probably are are already starting to shame Superbad, so they're probably already starting the downfall of Superbad. So I guess I'd be like, you know, uh, don't listen to any of them. Watch this amazing film and enjoy it for what it is, which is a relatable, maybe not to you, five year old, that most people can say is something that they can relate to. With not a crazy ass plot line where there's just like a bunch of like just insane stuff happening. It's based on like one night and like, yeah, some crazy shit happens, but it's all shit that actually is believable. Like stuff that actually could happen in one night. It's a, it's relatively a very simple movie. <laughs> Everything that happens is basically believable. Hmm. It's definitely something that could happen. It's not like, you know, when you watch one night movies where like something absolutely just out of nowhere ridiculous happens. Like, you know, like it it's I mean well, Evan I, would Goldberg, the, I would argue the 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 things with the cops are probably the most unbelievable shit that happens in this movie. True, I, true. But if you I had mean, fucking because like some Seth cop- Rogen comes in and pulls a gun <laughs> on the whole fucking guy in the bar, which is just like the fucking craziest thing. I mean, he all he does is hits him, and then or or yeah, and Should then I like shoot Seth him? Rogen, <laughs> I I was shoot like, Jesus, put the fucking gun down, put the fucking gun down. Uh, what are you doing, man? Use your like nightstick or whatever that i feel like all of that stuff is like insane like they torch their car it's like wait so how do you explain you you found it or like where have you been this whole time and like what are you talking about uh i mean i know they figured out some plan where they had like fogel sign the the sheet but i'm like that, that <laughs> yeah, you're gonna stuff, that's a little like just for comedy sake like- everything else sure that is that could happen uh-huh. in like the weird world where you don't have where you listen to uh fucking Seth the character <laughs> for some reason. I mean, no, it's definitely fine. I mean, that really did. I mean, fucking Evan Goldberg and Seth did end up going to a party 
that was just full of a bunch of older people that they didn't <laughs> they didn't jive with or they like weren't really ready for that kind of like lifestyle party and evan goldberg got trapped with a bunch of dudes doing blow and they made him sing that's all real that all happened in real life and it's and that it's stuff true. that can happen i mean fucking you know wherever the night takes you i've ended well, up saying that's some- true but th- i mean the specifics where you're going into the place and then you're trying not the detergent just to get alcohol in there the period blood girl just all of that the that's that's a little extra but like it's not but i know what you mean it's not like but that is also I've, ridiculous. I've i've heard and like I have heard from a friend of a friend, not gonna ever. Obviously, I'm not gonna out them. It has happened. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. No, it's totally fucked up, but it's it's true. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of the show. <laughs> um, that I remember as a kid, I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. I I was so confused for so long. I was like, what? I don't get. What this is? This is blood. How is that happening? And then uh, I remember, I remember when I did understand what a period was, and I was like, "Oh God!" I wanted to talk about the um, friendship of Seth and Evan. Great friendship, or is it? Dun dun dun! I think it's funny. Like every time I watch this movie, how much more? I mean, you already know, but like how much of a dick seth is to um to evan um from the beginning like obviously they're friends but you get like i think when i think the first time you really get it is when seth has to sit at the table alone when evan has to leave at the beginning of the movie to go mm-hmm. like do something i don't know his classes yeah something. he has to meet his his advisors yeah, and then like he's like, you're just gonna let me sit all along this table. He's like, I mean, I I gotta I gotta go. It's like fucking, so, a, you gotta make yeah. me eat lunch alone, like I'm Stephen fucking Glansbury again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's like I think that's the first moment you get the like abandonment issues that he has, the separation that he feels, especially knowing. And I think it's it's I think having it littered throughout, especially having naturally um seth's character mentioned it's like you're going to dartmouth and i'm just staying fucking here and we're supposed to go to dartmouth together like they mentioned over and over and over again but i don't think like too much where it's annoying it's just enough because he would be mentioning that over and over since this is the last few like days weeks that they're gonna be in high school together until yeah well seth is it's all over it's selfish like he's that's the thing and that's also like a really good uh, like a really good line and how they how they wrote that too how the fuck am I supposed to get into Dartmouth? You knew I couldn't get into Dartmouth. How fucking selfish are you? You had no problem letting Fogel take the fall back there. You obviously don't want me going to a good school. Fuck, man. So what the fuck do you want? I'm not going to let you slow me down anymore, Seth. What are you saying? I've wasted the last three years of my life sitting around talking bullshit with you, man. Instead of chasing girls and making friends, I've just sat around wasting all my time with you. I can't believe he got hit by two cars, though, one night. That's just tremendous. He's just, just okay. Tr- fucking tremendous. He gets hit by two fucking cars. Uh, they're playing <laughs> lightsabers with their flashlights, and then boom. Like, oh, no, like, yeah, you dude. will die. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Seth gets out? Or, sorry, when um, uh, Slater? Wait, or is it Michaels? Okay, Michaels is Seth Rogen. Okay. Michaels is when, Seth Rogen. When uh, Michaels... Uh, 
gets out of the car and then he's like, damn it. I can't believe this happened again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I can't believe this is happening again. <laughs> you, you've already hit another person. I mean, you've it's only been on six look. months. He's fucking, this is crazy. He's fucking uh, smoking the cigarette. He's like, ah, McLove, 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 I saw that um, because a lot of what Michael Sarah is doing as Evan is like subtle humor that like you wouldn't uh they they didn't see like on set when they were looking at the um like the monitor they thought that he was just not really getting a feel of who Evan was anymore like they thought he had in auditions because they, he was just like he was doing like subtle things with his mouth and his eyes and everything and when they got like a giant TV for like the video village where they just like would watch what they had filmed, I guess, that day or whatever. Um, when they saw on the bigger screen, they realized, oh, okay, what he's doing is, like, really subtle, and it is pretty good. It isn't just, like, he's just standing there. And I think it's... I think Michael Sarah has, like, that... I don't even know how to describe it. Like, everyone knows, like, a Michael Sarah performance is... It's, like, this nice person... Who's a little weird awkward. and quiet. Yeah, awkward. He kind of, but I don't want to say he plays the same character, but in the major things he has been in, I feel like he kind of does, which is why I think in this Well, did the you end, watch Youth and Revolt? I have. Yeah. So Youth and Revolt's a change for him for sure. That's a change. But I was and I was gonna mention in this is the end how they have <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. him play himself, but like as as if he was actually in real life, like this weird fucking dick who just does coke and just slapping Rihanna on the mm. ass. And like, wanna sip <laughs> my juice box? <laughs> <laughs> you wanna sip sweetie? Sip? You wanna sip sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Oh, is it, I mean, well the thing is is with Michael Sarah is like he does always play that character, but he's like not like that in real life. Like at all like he's actually like super like talkative and funny and goes with a bunch of jokes like did you know that in the making of super bad they did like the special feature where it's like everybody hates michael sarah it was michael sarah's idea to make this behind the scenes featurette where like like he just goes around and everybody is just talking the most shit about Michael Sarah on the set in like interviews and everything like that. And then it just shows like Michael Sarah. It was Michael Sarah's idea to make this where like he was like, we should make a behind the scenes featurette where like all you guys fucking hate me. And I put on this whole new, whole different character. And Michael Sarah is just going around and like interrupting people and like fucking talking to them and like going up to them, putting his arms around them, being like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I know exactly what the fuck you guys are talking about. And like, there's this interview. It's like, this guy is the most annoying motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> and it's just like him doing all that. And it's just, it's funny because his brand of humor is like that brand of humor. It actually fits in really well. But every character he plays is like an Evan or a fucking Scott Pilgrim. Or in Juno, where he's just like awkward and just like <laughs> like reserved and just like goes the opposite way. But in real life, he's not like a dick. Like in this is the end that I know of, but he's got that same presence. Yeah, I think Jonah Hill on the other end of that. I mean, he has to do a lot of just yeah, just a lot. Whether it's physically uh, <laughs> or it's just a lot. Um, when he's acting, it's just very big, but not in a bad way at all. It's just he has to 
pull a lot of the weight. And he has to be like kind of like the asshole person that you kind of like care about. Because, I mean, everyone in their small circles has, I guess, an alpha or alphas maybe. And, you know, it's just their friendship, uh-huh. their duo. But I like when they're in the beginning, they get out of that convenience store and then the guy um who's a bully i guess at school who like spits on um seth jesse uh he completely just kind of shuts down like he's not that <laughs> like yeah i'm that guy who was like talking to this big shit about like you know fucking and sucking and blah 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 and then he gets in front of jesse and then it's just he's just small and kind of and like insecure and then i think you really see what he really feels like um when someone like that comes in and then obviously evan's just in the background did you hear him having a big grad party next saturday no yeah oh, shit. you're not coming tell your fucking faggot friend he can't come either <laughs> <laughs> so Jesse wanted me to tell you that you're a fucking faggot and you can't come to his party. You no, know, you really bitched out back there, man. I bitched out? You bitched out, man. Fucking Judas. You fucking left me hanging over there. Do you want me to dive in front of the spit? <clears throat> Throughout them, I think at the end when they are... <laughs> well, uh, well, Seth rescues Evan, but I think when Evan and Seth are just like in the sleeping bags, which is so weird, <laughs> it's so weird. Like, you want to sleep over? And then he's actually in the sleeping bag together. It's oh, like, yeah. what, what the fuck? What's happening? He's like, I-, I fucking love you. I, you know, I, 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 go- I love you. <laughs> I just want to go up to the rooftops and just shout it. Like, I love Evan. And it's like, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, he does the boop. boop. Yeah, boop. <laughs> I mean, it's nice that he does apologize and understand. That he, I like to also be find out that he knew the whole time that um, Fogel and him were going to be rooming together, and he just was it. He was, I guess, maybe waiting for mm-hmm. him to tell him to so like it, to tell him. Yeah, it's pretty interesting when, like, when you think about it again, that would. Probably also make more sense why he's mentioning it throughout the movie. Because it's like, oh, and you're, you're going with fucking Fogel. Or it's, or he doesn't know that yet. Or we don't know he knows that. Yeah. But he's like, oh, yeah, and you're going to Dartmouth and everything. And I think that's just he's waiting for Evan to just tell him. But he doesn't want to hurt his feelings because he knows how he's going to get. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. People always keep secrets but to help other people. But then, you know. And speaking of Fogel. Speaking of Fogel. <laughs> I am McLovin. <laughs> I am McLovin. It's like, this is like another like relatable thing. Um, like, well, also for people who know me, it's, I guess it's not as relatable for me because I'm not even a high schooler because I didn't go to high school. But it's relatable in the fact that like everybody has, knows the fucking idea of a fake ID. It's like fake IDs. A lot of people got them all the time. A lot of people get them still. It's like, you didn't know that? No, wait, you didn't go to high school? Wait, what? I didn't go to high school, no. What are you talking about? I didn't go to high school. You didn't know that? I dropped out freshman year. I thought you graduated. No, I got my GED. And I just got that like two years ago. Oh. Or a year ago. No, two years ago now, yeah, because it's 2021. 
Okay, that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, yeah, that's what I was like, I don't understand. I thought you for sure, okay. Okay, maybe that's what I remember in my head. That's what I was like, oh, wait, you definitely did go to high, okay. So, yeah, going back to what I was saying, like, I didn't go to high school, so the whole fake ID thing, I fucking know about because everybody was always getting, like, fake IDs and shit, and people still get fake IDs. And I think this movie is just, like, brings the funniest, like, fucking outcome you could to just something that's so, like so normal at least at that time was a fake id and just the the fucking whole ethos of mclovin in general fogel just like the fucking fogel the nerd i guess he's kind of nerdy um but he's not like really nerdy he's kind of just like the the one who gets shit on the most yeah when he comes back with a fake id that says the most ridiculous name just it looks fucking like the fakest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> One word. Like the comedy there is just so it's just a just amazing. Like, how do you think of this? Like how do you think of something that good? What kind of a stupid name is that, Fogel? What are you trying to be an Irish R and B singer? Oh, they let you pick any name you want when you get down there. And you landed on McLovin. Yeah, it was between that and Muhammad. Why the fuck would it be between that or Muhammad? Why don't you just pick a common name like a normal person? Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. Read a fucking book for once. Fogel, have you ever actually met anyone named Muhammad? Have you actually ever met anyone named McLovin? No, that's why you picked a dumb fucking name. Fuck you. Give me that. All right. You look like a future pedophile in this picture, number one. Number two, it doesn't even have a first name. It just says McLovin. What? One name? One name? Who are you, Seal? Fogel, this ID says you're 25 years old. Why wouldn't you just put Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are just fucking geniuses. 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 I mean, it is pretty like a hilarious gag. <laughs> and then and then doesn't put 21, puts 25. Yeah, like, it's like, like oh, I knew you guys were gonna say that. I knew you guys were gonna say something about that. <laughs> because how many 21-year-olds going to buy alcohol? Think about it. Uh, see? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you stupid idiot. Uh, I like, too, how the the montage before they see him is just like, oh, no, um, Fogel, um, like, rat, like uh, chickened out. Now, now we can't get the vodka uh, all, or all the alcohol. <laughs> he pussied out. He pussied out. I know he pussied out. So Fogel is just such a weird guy. Like, I love when he's about to go into... Or the what, oh, well, before you, before even that, when he shows up in the fucking the vest? vest, the vest, oh my God. <laughs> the oh, vest is man. fucking great. So funny. It's like, this makes me look older, right? Like, what, what are you, why are you, why are you doing this? Why are you doing these things? <laughs> but yeah. But when he does go into liquor, when he's trying to get up the um, courage uh, to go <laughs> in the liquor store, it, it's pretty funny. And I like how um, <laughs> Seth's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip your face off and put it on my face. And focus like, ha! You don't have the technology or the steady hands to pull that kind a procedure, of procedure. Yeah, off. <laughs> pull a procedure off like that. So ha! <laughs> I love when he's panicking. He's like fucking like, I don't, I don't know if I can fucking do. This. And so it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this was a, this is a bad idea. This was not a good idea. <laughs> But I think the fact that, like, it almost pays off is the weirdest part because as F, uh, um, F, as Seth and Evan run to see the woman who had the breast reduction, Fogel is about to get away with it somehow because you think it's over. Because as soon as he gets in there, 
he touches a can and falls on the ground. The whole six pack just explodes. And then they suffer the one can actually. And then he's like, ah, and he throws it down with the rest. And then when uh, he goes, was it Mindy? Yeah, I drink this all the time. I drink this all the time. Mindy. <laughs> but she was too focused on her exam to, to stop him. But it's so funny because she does get his ID. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, here you go. And as soon as it's like, oh, it's good. And then the robber punches him in the face. It's like, holy shit. Uh, and that that conversation about the the robber with uh, Michaels and Slater is so funny. Ethnically, I mean, did what? Um, I mean, was he was he like uh, us or a woman? No. Female? No. Is uh, that what no, you're no, saying? Was he like what? Uh, African? Was he African? African. African. No, he was American, and he was like you. He looked just like you. He was Jewish. Just Jewish. like okay. you. Okay. It's an odd crime for a Jew to yeah, commit. Yeah, pretty docile. You're the kid who got punched. It's so funny. What's your name? McLovin. Okay, can you get a last name? Well, technically, um, I don't have a last name. <laughs> it's like it's awesome. It's like no, it's like technically, I don't have a first name. So this is like, and then don't worry about my first name. Well, but we're uh, the police. We're the police. <laughs> we, we have to know. We, we want to get this story straight. It's like, how how old are you? It's like, old enough. Old enough for what? To party? party? <laughs> it's like, wow. I mean, I'll admit what was going on immediately. But then also, I think. McLovin's a G. If I wasn't named McLovin, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have done this either. Well, I wouldn't be stupid enough to do that. So I guess I can't say. But if I had a fake ID with a normal name, and then this happened, all of these events happened. <laughs> I really, I think I would just like admit what I did wrong, uh, especially being black. Well, but, like, but no when you get the officers like Officer Slater and Michaels that just fall so perfectly into it, it's like you're an organ that's, donor. <laughs> that's too of a risk. That that's a. That is like a one in the shouldn't even happen Ever. billion oh, yeah. chance. <laughs> like, who are these guys? But yeah, I mean, uh, Seth Rogen in his own right has become, besides just like, I mean, he's done so much. I mean, writing Honestly. and producing, he's a huge producer. I feel like he's slowed down maybe on acting a little bit in the last few years. But like, he's become mm-hmm. a huge producer in Hollywood. I mean, the boys... uh Oh wait, he's a producer on the the stills from the show uh, Pam and Tommy about um, Pamela Anderson and uh, Tommy Lee, which stars Seth Rogen. <laughs> Seth Rogen's going to be on that too. Yeah, and it's, it stars Lily James mm. and um, Sebastian Stan, and he's a producer on it too as well. But yeah, Black Monday, Invincible, The Boys, so many untitled. Uh, going to be made films uh but yeah i i mean seth rogan has be- i feel like he is like the biggest comedy person we have besides like right now besides i said i guess like a kevin hart melissa mccarthy i, I can't i'm trying to think of that's yeah i mean i feel like they are like the the trinity right now yeah if i'm yeah seth rogan's yeah, just mean, been going longer seth rogan just like just he's been going hard yeah, I mean, it's funny because you say that because uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart has also been going as long as he has, but like he has raised his um, 
rise to fame just came like a few years later. And also Melissa McCarthy too. Like she also was, they kind of actually all started and they even, Kevin Hart was even in, um, 40 year old virgin, uh, too. But like Bill Hader and Seth Rogen are so funny in this movie. And even though they did have the script, this was kind of the good and bad thing about the, this Apatow era of comedy where you have, instead of just having like a script, following just a script they have the script but then they also will just like leave the camera on since digital uh like started becoming big and you get a bunch of ad libs uh-huh. and sometimes it does work people are funny naturally but then especially other times, seth rogan yeah but then sometimes in uh, other apatow movies if it, it which are notoriously too long like his movie like comedy should be like 90 minutes Apatow movies are like two and a half hours 215 it's like what are you doing <laughs> comedy is supposed to be fast man <laughs> quick let's go and Apatow always has the camera rolling whether he's directing or producing they always have this Greg uh, Matola had a big part in that too in this with this because Greg Matola does that a lot yeah but they always have like this improvisational like feel which and super bad, thankfully, it does work. Like Definitely. most of the conversation about semen <laughs> oh, yeah. in the car, in the <laughs> cop car, was improv. Yeah. It's it's I mean, well, Seth Rogan is to me, at least from what I've seen in film, like altogether, how much I know about imp- I don't know obviously anything about improv when it comes to like how much you know about improv and the realistics of improv. But just like watching improv, watching behind the scenes shit from like like all the movies i've ever seen seth rogan is like one of the best ad libs people that i've like ever seen like it, in the in the the behind the scenes to zach and miri make a porno kevin smith's movie him and justin long that behind the scenes featurette is like an hour and a half and it is nothing but seth rogan and justin long just going back and forth improv and it is truly amazing any single one of the takes that they did were so funny that any of them could have been put in the movie like that's how like good it, it is and obviously Seth on like pineapple express and like all that shit it's all like he's so he's so damn funny and quick <laughs> yeah i think cuz when you get someone who's the writer and a producer but then also is an actor who's just a really funny, naturally funny person too. I think because you know, not everyone who maybe writes comedy can do improv because there's just two different um, skills to have. But I think, especially when he's in the movies, he's writing himself. Like he already knows like the world because he partially created himself. Um, with Evan Goldberg, so the, his writing partner, so they are already in it. So I think that definitely does make it easier. But yeah, even if he didn't work like on the script, I think because they are all his the comedies he's in are in kind of like a similar vein, you know. I think he is able somehow. He's just able to just fucking be just on the spot funny um because i mean anchorman too like so many of the outtakes are just someone like on uh, a mic like the director just say this line instead say this line and just keep just keep going and just let the camera run and sometimes you get gold and um 
This movie definitely you, you do. That's good. Uh, Speaking of veins, let's talk about the one thousand different drawings of dicks in this movie and how creative they are. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Speaking of veins. Oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah. The penises. The penis the, drawings are gold. Like, that is like the weirdest creation just like of an idea. He calls in my parents. Turns out this principal is some sort of religious fanatic and he thinks I'm possessed by some sort of dick devil. My parents make me go see some therapist and he's asking me all these dick questions. They literally made me stop eating foods that were shaped like dicks. No hot dogs, no popsicles. You know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. What? Like, it's just so weird, man. But yeah, there was, like like you said, there was a close to like a thousand. And yeah. Evan's brother, David, who's a lawyer, <laughs> drew them all. Like, literally. And they're all different. Obviously, they show a lot at the end, like in the credits. They show a lot of them in the end. But there's like even more, dude. There are so many. And in the, like, Blu-ray behind the scenes, like, DVD behind the scenes, they have the same special features. They're like all there and you can see them all in the special features. And it's just, oh my God, they're so creative. There's so many, dude. Like a this thousand was... dick pictures. Some veiny, some not. Like I was like, <laughs> like I was yeah. just working on this big veiny motherfucker. <laughs> like this yeah, that was actually more they had more legal trouble with that than they did with uh the sex stuff with uh, Fogel's character, like with Fogel. Oh yeah, because especially when you had like the young actress playing Becca, like she obviously was not holding a picture of a dick. I can't remember what it is, but you can see like through the picture, whatever she's holding. Um, but like they they had a whole thing where it's like how wrecked they could be if yep. there was veins that could be shown, <laughs> and uh, it's. It, it was so weird, like how many you can have, and that was, they had to show like all of them to executives, which I, I <laughs> man, what you do for movies oh, is yeah. just so fucking weird, dude. This at the time, like two thousand six, two thousand seven, definitely like this is was well, this was like the filthiest movie that could have come out, and it did it in such a fashion that worked so well. Oh my god. That's why they thought it was never going to get made, too, because of how fucking, just how dirty it is. Like, they, they never thought in a million years that it was going to get made. They brought it to Judd Apatow in, like, 2001, I think, or 2000. They brought it to him in 2000. And Judd Apatow and Greg Matola at that time, because Greg Matola was around whenever he gave it to Judd Apatow. They, Greg Matola and Judd Apatow loved it, but they were like, this is never getting made, like, like ever. And then 40-Year-Old Virgin came out. And people reacted to that brand of comedy a little bit more. And they were like, oh, well, maybe it's possible. And then Superbad, like, got the green light. And But even though they got the green light, they had, like, the green light with all of those rules that, like, you're talking about. They had to, like you said, you watched it a bunch on FX and stuff. They, 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 they did the movie, and then they shot the movie again for TV. That's why when you watch it, with like on TV, like other, like other comedy movies with swear words or anything like that, they they like bleep it out almost, or they like they like over it, they overdub it. And when you watch Super Bad on TV, you don't hear overdubs because it's literally just another script. <laughs> it's wild because they say fuck like over a hundred, I think, <laughs> twenty times in the movie. Yeah, 
That is a lot. Uh, that's uh, that's a lot to uh, re-shoot. <laughs> yeah. Normally, because when you're watching it on TV, you'll see, like, they definitely cut out the tits, like, everything like that. They cut out every new, all nudity and different, obviously, the dicks. They don't show any dicks or anything like that. But there's, like, no overdubbing. It's just, like, them talking, and it still remains, f- like, full. <laughs> uh, speaking of remaining full... Not really. I have no transition. But uh, <laughs> I are you think, talking about gold slick vodka? <laughs> uh, no. The oh, that's actually that's pretty funny. Actually, <laughs> um, but I think another reason why this movie will age at least more well than others is the music. Oh, uh, yeah. like the music usually in a lot of movies, especially maybe like a comedy, is of that time. So whatever you see and whatever you hear is it's always just like a time capsule. Like they don't choose like I don't know, let it rock for this fucking movie. So that would obviously date it. They they use a bunch of like 70s music and the soundtrack's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um like for the movie. So I think because the music's so great and because it's for a different time uh besides maybe like I don't know, the flip phones. I feel like it's the only thing that maybe will age um, not amazing, I guess. But, like, there's nothing that really, besides that, especially since it's just, like, the age old, like, I want to have, like, sex before I go to college. And because it's also mainly, it's about friendship and then also about getting, like, having sex. So I think a lot of these movies aren't really about like the relationship between friends or at least it's not as it's not supposed to be as in depth because you do care about them. But then you also at the same time, I think because when you have Michaels and Slater as the police officers, I think you do care about them and especially in the end, it's like we just wanted you to think we were cool, Fogel, like uh, McLovin, like we we because we, we were your age and we hated cops, and you know we just wanted to like know that we were still cool too, you know, <laughs> like we're, we're not all like fucking dicks. I'm sorry, I blocked your cock. <laughs> we're not supposed to be blocking his cock. We're supposed to be guiding it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, speaking of uh. Someone saying cock. So, my God. Uh, Martha McIsaac as Becca. Oh, so, my God. I fucking love this quote. This so quote is great. fucking funny. This this killed me. You're such a smooth cock. Thank you. You would, too, if you were a man. What is this? Like, be what careful is- with my sweater. It's vintage. <laughs> it's vintage. I mean, her whole drunk striptease thing is just the... It's so fucking funny oh, i mean it's so good you are the prettiest girl i have a little something for you under here you look so pretty did he under there hello I don't know why she didn't blow up after this movie. Like, I think she and um, Emma Stone are actually still friends in real life, which is nice. Um, but yeah, like, I, she she's really funny. I, I, I love the scene between them. 
when they're just over the phone uh, the first time uh, when he's calling her <laughs> in the bad reception. Like, you uh, mother... You fuck, I'm going to bitch slap you bitch. so fucking hard. What? Oh, oh no. What? What do you... Why would you say that? <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> the second she even answers, like, I just want to make sure you weren't at, like, a cocktail party or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. When when she's, like, asking him, hey, do you want to go to this party? Like, he's like, oh, well, I might be busy. I, I do love parties. Like, really? I, I, never, I never see you at parties. Like, I, well, like last weekend. Oh, last weekend. Wow, well, that was Saturday, Saturday was, was actually, actually a, a crazy night big, for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think that's another thing that um they actually did. Seth and Evan, uh, like in real life, they went. I think they tried to sneak into a strip club and they would try to drink alcohol if their parents had like a shindig at their home or something and. I, t- I talked yeah, to this- a man that said he had climbed three mountains in his life. <laughs> We're the dash right now. <laughs> They're just like watching porn together. It's just, it's so weird. And it's the That's same fantastic. thing. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, I was like, and they're watching fantastic, which they were talking about earlier in the that's so weird too they just like talking like man i wonder which i should subscribe to going to college because i don't want like i don't know like because if you get this one you get like busty latinas and then you also get like i don't know the one that's like peeing or <laughs> like people. fetishes like feet and pee pee and shit like that like, <laughs> everyone's like pee pee why, why would like, you, it's, that, that's it's not that i'm disgusting. gonna watch it it's just like it comes with the site <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm sorry the I'm I'm sorry the Cohen brothers don't direct the porn I watch Evan. When <laughs> 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 he gets there and he's and he says like I mean your parents are going to like see this on their bank statements. Like, oh fuck, you're right, you're right. Maybe uh, I should go true. with the one with the least sounding name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what about Perfect <laughs> Ten? You know, like Perfect Ten. I mean that could be anything. You know, like a like a bowling <laughs> website. <laughs> oh, the only thing is they don't show dick going in which is a huge concern <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I, I also love the moment um <laughs> and i think that's maybe what sets it apart because <laughs> i mean i guess this probably happens before like you know the, it happens in movies where something happens and like oh my god i can't believe this thing happened and then you realize oh it was all in their head when yeah, seth yeah, is so- gonna go into the supermarket Oh yeah, that is a great that is a great scene that they even like yeah, that they even put that in. <laughs> like it's like obviously it's like all this crazy shit isn't like obviously when there's a certain point where you're like, all right, well this isn't happening and it just keeps on going. But like overall if you've ever been in yeah, like if you've been in that like situation, like trying to go get booze and you're just like you don't know how that's gonna go down. <laughs> you're just like this could end this many ways. <laughs> Yeah, I, the scenarios are so funny. At first, it's like he just gets alcohol, and then the guy's like, Dude, "Are you buying alcohol?" Like, here you go. He it's gives like, him an oh, eighty dollar bill. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. There and you then, go. Like the other one, like he, he like hmm, looks at the old woman, and you think, "Oh, maybe that one's happening." And then it's like, "Oh, would you want me to buy you alcohol?" Like that, that would be, be lovely. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happens. Enjoy your remaining years. It's like, thank you. Enjoy fucking jewels. I will. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one where he puts in his pants. And then the the guard, I guess, he's like, don't do it, man. 
Don't do it. And then he throws the bottle at him, <laughs> and then he catches it. <laughs> he makes it like, <laughs> and I think he throws it and it hits the old woman. And I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and then he breaks the bottle and stabs Seth in the neck. And he's like, ah, 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 ah. what'd you do with all the <laughs> liquor, Damien Oja? Had it up your butt. <laughs> Fuck so you! Funny. I was gonna do it. There was a security breach. <laughs> Oh God, it's it's so funny. Um, are you Jimmy's brother? You look oh. like you look so much like Jimmy's brother, dude. Yeah, so familiar. It's just this that scene is probably if I had to say like, oh man, my favorite scene in the entire movie might actually literally be the the blow yeah the blow room my the blow room Evan singing. That is just a tremendous scene. <laughs> it's like, it that's like, Jimmy's brother. It's so uncomfortable. Like, the guy who's just like, come on, man. My brother drove all the way here from Scottsdale, man. You want and some cocaine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, I mean, yeah, there's so many guys like, um, oh, fuck. He's uh, he's he's in so many things. He's the teacher in Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, Martin also um, Martin Star. Yeah, Martin yeah. Stars in that. He's room. one of those guys. Yeah, one of the guys from. Um, oh, Martin Star is in that room. The Freaks it's and Geeks two- kid is in that. a lot of Freaks and Geeks people are in that room. It's a two thousands. It's a two thousands show where two brothers, one smart numbers. Forgot his name, but a guy from Numbers. He's in there too. Yeah, this is like this is a bunch of guys. This is a bunch of guys in there. It's just like, come on, man, you're gonna sing for us. It's like and these eyes, and they're all like giving the melody, they're like boom, 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 yeah, cry every cool. night. And and then the guy who works at the convenience store, the the liquor store, which is oh yeah, also when he just like, open after uh, uh McLovin gets punched, and he just opens a fucking beer, he's just <laughs> fucking drinking it. And I'm like, what the fuck? But he shows up at the party like, I got their booze. <laughs> We're gonna get fucked up. <laughs> oh man, I I love the 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 sweetness in the scene. It's kind of, it's kind of I guess well I guess before the scene that I was about to talk about the near the end when well it's it's more kind of sweeter between Jules and. Seth then I guess Evan and Becca because <laughs> he, he, so. <laughs> he, he wants to have sex with her and she does him but he's, she's way too drunk and he's just he's just like um I don't think we should do this and then it's like you're drunk it's like, it's like, Jules what? you're drunk oh I oh I oh I'm, I meant the I was talking about the other one uh I when uh Becca was like hey I just don't think we should Oh, yeah. like, why? Why do you have to be such a little bitch about it? Be such a little Ex- bitch. Excuse about me. <laughs> what? What? And then she just throws up. Like get get. What's go get Gabby. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> go get Gabby. Like oh god, Jesus Christ! When Michael Sears also like has to just he just wants to get drunk to her level and just goes in the bathroom. Just like just starts <laughs> downing. Yeah, dude. Oh uh, my god, I felt like that so many times. It's <laughs> like I, I hate. I don't like the act of drinking because I have to consume liquid. If it was like a, like if I could just eat it, that'd be great. Wait, but you've done right? that. You've just like, you want to get on somebody's level. So you just go into the bathroom. Oh yeah. Just- you're like late to a party. It's like, <laughs> well, everyone else is already drunk. So now I'm like, well, I guess I have to drink faster. To be like, uh, and it's like, Oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> Especially when you're just like drinking, just, 
Yeah, it's not even like, let's have a few drinks. It's like, Ugh, I gotta drink really fast. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, this is so bad. Um, oh, I have a, I have a secret to tell you. I have a secret to tell you. <laughs> I have to tell you upstairs. And then in the background, all the friends are just laughing. <laughs> you can't miss his his toast. It's like to the. To the respect of women. <laughs> to women, women. The respect of women. It's um, like, okay. <laughs> but he's like, okay. <laughs> um, um, and then, yeah, uh, the stuff between uh, Jules and Seth. Because I think it's interesting, too, because Seth looks like he would be popular um at like, cause at the party when he drinks the alcohol, it looks like he having a good time with everybody. Yeah. So it sucks because if he could just get over his insecurity, or if he could have earlier, he maybe could have just hung out with all these people, or he went to parties and been the life of the party because it seems like he was. And then, you know, he thinks that he won't have a chance. Well, oh yeah, that's another. I thing. mean, the way that I think about this, and like the way that, like. The way that I think about it in general is just, like, Seth is not... Like, these aren't the characters where they're just complete losers. Like, it's not, like, that 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 cliche type of movie. Like, you don't really get... You don't know what the fuck happened before this one night. Like, you don't know what really... Like, yeah, you, Becca never sees Evan. Jules never sees Seth at any party, so they don't, like, really go to any parties together. But also at the same time, it's not like like the, a movie where Seth, Evan, Fogel—they're all—they've never you know done anything crazy. They've never done anything, and they're going out. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, this is senior. We're gonna fucking do it. We're gonna go to this party. We're gonna get laid. Well, all of us." And you can like, still be a loser and just do stuff with your friends. No, no. What? I mean, because like he doesn't. I mean, Seth, if anything, is definitely more of a. I would say actually, they're both losers because like they don't have a lot of friends besides them and then they don't go out and hang out with anyone else who's not them i mean I, i'd still say they're like i mean I, i'm not like for the traditional like i don't really see how they're I get, different than anyone else in movies as in the loser label in a way like i i, I just see them as the same i think they're just more fleshed out i, don't, I just think there's like a lot like i don't know man i i, I just I don't compare like it just doesn't feel the same as like other types of not losers but like other types of like in the beginning it's like fucking Seth's been with 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 girls before like just, well he says that I guarantee you he probably has <laughs> I, I mean I don't know you, though, but I mean I think he has actually that's funny because I would say he has it that's another thing I think Seth. It's one of those guys who just talks a big game. Like, yeah, I sex with all these girls. And yeah, well, yeah. but, like, Evan also, like, it's something that is also, like, mutually shared between Evan and him. Like, they're, they're best friends. Evan would know if he went, if he got with a chick or not, you know? Like, I mean, Evan, you could lie to your friend and they would believe you because they're your friends. <laughs> but it's, like, I don't, it, do you know how, like, organic and, like, I mean, like you said, he only had, I guess, a hand job from one person. But like once again, you, and three quarters like blowjob, <laughs> and three quarters like, blowjob. Like, yeah, because it's not like as a loser you can't get anybody like what? for the traditional label of loser. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't really see how this is there any different. Like they're more flushed out to me is the only difference between other characters. Like they're on the outs. 
They only have their very small, literally three people. <laughs> they are three strong. They don't go out to parties. They do talk to other people, I guess, if they talk to them. But like so many, think about all the people at school who don't like the guy spits on them, Dave Franco, the teachers. I, I mean, no, he's not. They're not popular. <laughs> I think they're outcasts. Like, so I don't really, like I said, I don't really see how they're different. I mean, it's but. like, I don't know how to, like, one, this is a weird comparison because one came out in 2012, I think like five years after. But um, in the movie Project X, you know that the, the main kid, Costa, or the main, the, the Jewish kid? Sure. Like the main, the main guy's best friend who throws the party in Project X. So him saying that, like, I don't know, saying that he was in Queens and he like, you know, he he's got this many girls in Queens and like shows all these pictures and stuff. And Thomas is still his best friend, which is the main kid in it. They're still best friends. But this other girl and everything and all these pictures that he's showing, that's all the way in Queens. So that would make sense that like, you know, that's a situation where it's like, yes, he could lie about that and you could just go along with it. But the fact that they're best friends that grew up together in the same like thing, it's like, I feel like Seth actually probably has been with a decent amount of people. Evan hasn't. And that's just decent how it amount. I mean, once again, all he says Not, is a low job and partially a hand job or something. That could be the same person. That could be one person. No, it, I mean, well, when he's talking about it, that is one person. But what I'm saying is it just seems like... I don't really think he's having such a big game. He literally even has the line. It's just like, I just want to get good to eating. Uh, it's not even about sex, dude. I just want to get good at eating pussy now. So when I get to college, I'll be like the pussy eating king or something. Like, even if we just hump, it's fine. Like, I I, I, don't, I feel like the movie's indicating that he is not. But I don't want to get hung up on <laughs> this uh, anymore. But, um... But I do think when Seth is talking to um, Jules, yeah, and it's like, oh, all right, it looks like we're about to kiss or something. And it's like, oh, you're drunk. It's like, no, I don't actually drink. It's like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, I don't drink alcohol. You're like the coolest person that's ever talked to me. I thought we'd both be drunk. What does me being drunk have anything to do with it? You would get with me if you were sober. Look at you. Look at me. Seth, come on, you didn't blow it. I think maybe... What the fuck? Help me. Ow! What the fuck? What the fuck? It's <laughs> a huge part of the trailer, too. I remember it fucking... I love that right before that scene even starts, though. <laughs> Seth's like, watch your step. I fell earlier. It's like, well, really? It's like, well, it's a long story. I, I got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i i think she does well i guess because you, you could say it because again too she does maybe have interest in him um jules i wonder how much it was before um he got the alcohol for her i don't know i mean that's it's it's up to interpretation because it's we we don't know and it's through their eyes I guess but I I think that is she comes off pretty flirty in the beginning so I feel like there was always something there and also Evan talks about how much Jules talks about him all the time and is always so cool with you it's like you know like you know and I think he really got shot with Jules man like you know 
like I really think that that was like something that was very attainable for Seth. Like Jules had interest in him. I think they had interest in each other. And the, I like the the vulnerability that he does show in that scene um, near the end with uh, Becca. Sorry, with uh, Jules at the party. He's like crying too. It's just like, oh, come on, you wouldn't have got with me if you weren't drunk. It's like this, like your insecurity talking, man. It's your insecurity talking. Because I, I was saying, like, not there was no interest before he brought her alcohol. I just wonder how much there was, and then how much there was more when he actually did come through and what he said. Because it's not like he didn't actually, um, unlike earlier when Evan and Seth are talking, like, dude, I just think I'm not going to just, let's just go to the party, man. Like, she's going to be disappointed. Maybe I don't have the vodka, but, like, that's fine, dude. Let's just go. And he's like, no, no, it's no way she's going to have, she's not going to have sex with you without the alcohol. There's no way. Um, And I, I think Evan has less confidence and whatever confidence he does have uh, have I think is put down by the stronger personality of Seth but I mean definitely Evan's the more like a nice person and nicer than fucking Seth easily and he's not afraid I think Evan just felt pressured into everything like from Seth I think that's just the way it is. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, he's like the peer pressure king, <laughs> and maybe also it's like like a Seth like with his weight. He's probably thinks like, "There's no way some like skinny girl like you is gonna like some big guy like me." And like Evan is like a fucking stick though. So, <laughs> so but um, still, he thinks that you know maybe I do have a shot with Becca actually, um, even though he never like sh- like shot shoot. Was it shoot? He shot, shot his shot. Shot his shot. shot, his shot. It <laughs> sounds weird. Shot. Uh yeah. Before this moment, when it was like the end of the fucking school year, and the maybe the last time you'll ever see Becca, which is kind of funny too. But you know that I guess it happens all the time. Like let's have a summer fling, and then it's kind of over because we have to leave unless we do a long distance thing, which is probably not gonna last. Oh yeah, we haven't really talked about him either. Bill Hader, um, as officer. Slater. I mean. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, dude. What a guy. I think he definitely, I feel, blew up. Well, obviously still in SNL at the time and after this, um, before, during, and after this movie coming out. But I think his rise past that came later, obviously, because he was still um, on SNL. But, like, I mean, Bill Hader has become a superstar in his own right. I mean, so fucking talented, such a funny guy. Uh-huh. I mean, Barry, one of the best shows on TV. I mean, so funny, so creative, so weird. I mean, I love it. Oh, yeah. I didn't think Barry could have been that good. And I, I watched, it. I was like, wow, he, Bill Hader has, he's not just a funny guy. He, he does have, no, he's got talent. some, he's got some skill. He's definitely got some skill yeah. and he's fucking hilarious too. <laughs> And I, we kind of talked about her, but I mean, Emma Stone, I mean, what an incredible 2010s. I mean, there's just so many movies. And even if they weren't good, like the high profile, uh, I mean, partners in film, uh, sadly, not real life because they're both with someone else, um, with Ryan Gosling <laughs> three times and three, uh, and crazy, stupid love and La La Land and sadly, and, uh, 
Gangster Squad. It sucks. Sad. Ass. That was a terrible so, movie. Oh, God. That was a fucking that was maybe the most disappointing movie. movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, I mean, great every time with him. Um, like we said, Easy A, The Help. Sure, Amazing Spider-Man, even though I don't really, I don't like either one of those, actually. But Birdman, <laughs> I forgot about Aloha. I forgot about that. Um, obviously, she wins the Oscar for La La Land, and then she's Battle of the Sexes, the favorite maniac. I don't know if you saw that show. Yep. She was in Netflix. With, with Jonah. <laughs> yeah. That was I. I liked it. I liked it. People don't really. I didn't talk about mind it. I guess. Ooh. <clears throat> like honestly, I thought it was like still good. Just like I think it was hyped up a little bit. Mm. Um. Yeah, and then she returned for Zombieland. Oh yeah, I forgot about Zombieland. Two years after this. Oh yeah. Um. Two thousand nine. Um. <laughs> and then they returned with uh, Double Tap. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah. I also was like, yeah, <laughs> wasn't great. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was unfortunate. Was okay. That was a little bit unfortunate too. But I mean, I still enjoyed it a little. I mean, it was cool to see them. Sure, back. sure. And then Cruella. That's up next. And early things say she's great. Movie's great. Paul Walter Hauser in the movie is great. From I Tanya. Um, Rachel Jewell. So I'm, I'm excited what she has. I mean, she's one of the best actresses we have. I mean, as good in comedy as she is at drama, uh-huh. uh, she can sing, agree, dance. Um, not like the strongest singer. But, this is proven. Uh, this is proven. But she, <laughs> she, she is really good. And um, like we said too, like the Judd Apatow comedies. Like this is, I mean, there's so many. I mean, this is Forty, Trainwrecked, um, the Anchorman movies, Wanderlust, uh, Bridesmaids. Uh, there's Jesus there's Christ. There's so much. There, there's so much. Like even King of Staten Island, uh, producer and director, Freaks um, and Geeks, uh, The Big Sick. Yeah, fucking Undeclared. There's so much that Judd Apatow has done. It's like I ridiculous. Think- Knocked up. 40-year-old yeah. virgin. I feel like he's trying... He is, like, keeping mainstream comedy or studio comedy alive, but even though it's not working. <laughs> it's it's kind of gone. I mean, besides, like, a few in the last few, like, Game Night, and which wasn't him, but, like, just, like, in general, like, Game Night and Blockers, uh, Good Boys. Like, they just haven't done as well as... Uh, as they could anymore. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's <laughs> it, unlike horror, which is still doing great because <laughs> people, I guess, want to be scared in a the movie theater. They just don't want to laugh in theaters anymore. I don't know. Yeah. But I at the know. same time, they're trying to shut down theaters. So there's also that. Well, at least, <laughs> hey, I mean, they're, they're opening now. So yeah, we'll see. I what hope happens. it lasts. I really do. Um, I also love that moment in the bar when, mm. When Bill Hader is just sitting down with McLovin and um, uh, Rogan and McLovin and, and Rogan, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> McLovin, <Yeah. laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and then he's just talking about, I guess, their marriage and shit. Um, he's talking about my first wife, my first wife, who is a whore, mm-hmm. by the way. Where do you think I met her? A bar. Uh, 
bar. Was this bar? Was this bar? Yeah, it was this bar. Bought her a Binion's, complimented her on her tote bag, and next thing you know, she's putting her mouth around the tip of my penis. Uh, you don't have to tell me that. Right in there. She opened up my world sexually. On our wedding night, we had group sex. I mean, I wasn't a part of it, but I could, I could hear it <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god! It's like it's some on some point in there, you just hear over the uh, walkie-talkie. We need backup. There's so much blood. Turns it off. Just, <laughs> you know, McLovin. Uh, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, you guys are the worst cops ever. Uh, uh, no, I mean, we already got that. I mean fucking and then as they leave as they leave it's like uh we want we want some road beers it's like yeah i thought that hell yeah we should get some road beers <laughs> it's like it's like can i can i get can i get like 12 or 13 road beers please <laughs> chicka chicka yeah fake id fake id mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and oh, later when um <laughs> When McLovin is in the car with them and they're doing the lightsaber thing and they hit Seth and Seth and Evan are on the ground. <laughs> Spread them. Spread your and shit. Love- <laughs> McLovin like gets out the car smoking a cigarette and then Evan just sees him with Seth <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? I, lo- I love how it's all silent, just like slow-mo silence and Seth is just like, what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> and then Evan just books it. He's he's run. <laughs> and he's like, that's it. I'm out of here. And he's like, well, he's running. He's subsequently the scene. Suspect fleeing the scene. <laughs> and, then, and then as they're going after him, because um, they also just put the gun on him. It's like, Jesus Christ, stop <laughs> pulling your gun out on people, dude. That was the funniest shit. Uh, and then, yeah, then uh, Fogel and uh, we can't um, even, Seth we, run. We can't forget about uh, fucking pussy on the pavement, fellas. <laughs> It's like hold it, hold hands. Like hold my fucking hand, man. <laughs> hold my fucking hand. Oh, my fucking <laughs> it's like uh, pretending to a little sister with a victor. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, Fogo, I don't get it, man. Why were you smoking cigarettes with those cops? Cause I fucking rule. <laughs> the fucking rule. Oh <laughs> man. You remember that earlier when um when uh, um, Fogel, well, they think he's getting like um, a lot, going to get like probably like, locked up and arrested from the cops. When uh, Seth and Evan see him through the glass, and <laughs> I think it was so funny when Seth was like, "I didn't even know you get arrested for that." Like, what? Are you, you fucking stupid? You think you get arrested for trying to buy alcohol with a fake ID when you're underage? Are you fucking stupid? Jesus Christ. I That made me laugh so hard. I'm like, this is... You are an idiot. You are so dumb. No wonder you're not getting... You shouldn't even be able to get into community college. You <laughs> fucking moron. I don't know you can get arrested uh, for this shit. It's like, oh, he must be uh, so scared. <laughs> oh, his dad's gonna kill him. It's like fuck Fogel. We, we need gotta to get act. out of here. <laughs> it's like wow, you're such an ass. Fuck thinking. Fuck Fogel. We need to act. Right? <laughs> and that's he gets. Then he gets run over by fucking Francis. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. I oh, I forgot that actor's name, but he is so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. Uh, okay, I'll give you all the money I have. It's like seven dollars. <laughs> what the fuck are you supposed to do with seven dollars? That's, that's all I got. That's all I got, man. When they're dragging uh, Fogel away later, and then 
like for for show and the guy who spat on seth earlier um i think he says he like calls the cops they like calls them pigs and then <laughs> Slater hits him in the face with his baton. I mean, he goes flying back. I was like, holy shit. I think he lost some teeth. He, he fucking, could be dead. He fucking spit a loogie directly on fucking Slater, dude. I love Slater's was, reaction to it, too. He like gets like gets hit with it, and he's just like, the face he fucking oh, makes. The face yeah, fucking Slater makes is fucking hilarious before he beats the shit out of him with a baton. Yeah. And... Uh, it's near the end, but I like the, after they, um, Seth and Evan have their sleepover. <laughs> I like how the next morning Seth is acting like it's a one night stand. <laughs> Cause like Seth wakes up and Evan wakes <laughs> up and Seth says, oh, I should probably get going. And Evan says, oh no, you don't have, to, you don't have to rush you off. Don't have I don't have go. anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, uh, I, I got to go to the mall if you want to. Yeah, I got to get the. Um, yeah, it's all like awkward stuff. and shit. Yeah. I love how like like there's like awkward tension in the air. It's like as if they slept together. It's so <laughs> it's funny. And then worst thing could happen: the two pairs run into each other at the mall. Oh my god! I don't know how I I I would be like having heart palpitations if I if I was either one of them. Of any of the four, and I saw the other person, like, oh my god, oh my god, it's them, it's them. But what, <laughs> I forgot what Evan says. Like, it's too late now. Just, just keep walking. Just keep going there. I and fucking they, love that. Evan's like the funniest one in that. It's like, at least he didn't get a black eye from it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> worst timing. Just worst thing to say. Oh my god. That looks terrible. Yeah. You look great. You don't look terrible. It's just like a bad bruise. Everything's great. Just from he- this, just like right there. Your eye. Yeah, your eye. Everything else <laughs> is great. But seriously, I, I acted like a fucking idiot last night. You don't deserve that. So, I'm sorry. On the upside, I think you look cool with a black eye. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't. I guess I'll. I'll, I'll call you. Yeah, you have my number. You, yeah, you, yeah, I have you your... have my information. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's okay. Uh, put it there, I guess. And um, yeah, let's. <laughs> Such a genuine tale of friendship. It is Such a, a, genuine it is a pretty sweet moment between all four of them at the end. I, I do like it. And then I like how Seth keeps looking back. He keeps looking, and Evan looks back too. And then, and then they're gone. They're they're gone. I think they'll do fine without each other. I hope. I don't know. I hope Seth. I hope Seth is okay. <laughs> I'm afraid for Seth. I feel like he probably is gonna OD. But OD. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid for Seth in college, wherever he fucking goes. <laughs> because we never know where at college. He's just going to a college, I guess. So he is going to college. So he's going to state. He is. Yeah, state. Oh. Where where oh, girls God. are half he's as likely he's, to flash me. <laughs> he's definitely dying. <laughs> um, I'll say senior year at the end. Um, yeah, with an erection that probably would just make sense for him. Uh, now he's probably like, gonna be I, drowning in pussy. Not gonna lie, just drowning in pussy. I have. <laughs> I, have I have. I do not. I do not think so. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, final thoughts. Third favorite movie of all time. I've seen it more than any other movie on the planet. 
Um, I still to this day watch it like literally almost every week. So what yeah, are you talking right. about? What do you mean? <laughs> you watch it every week? That's not possible. No, I totally do. Yeah, actually, what are you just, talking about just fucking just uh just last week I watched it every day. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You I watch this watch shit all the time every day. That's impossible. Dude, I am not joking. And this is like, like you guys might think I'm lying, but I have like you can talk to anybody close to me who's ever lived with me, anything like that. I watch Superbad the most. Like I watch it every I, fucking week. Like I, I, I don't get watch how it. this has not gotten tired for you at this point. Oh, never. Even it never my- will. That's why this movie is fucking incredible. I have a super bad tattoo on me. <laughs> like I you're in you're an insane person. <laughs> uh my final thoughts, <laughs> I am not crazy, um, and I will not watch this every day or every week or month or year for the rest of my life, <laughs> but I will watch this again. It's uh, it's a very funny movie, um, besides a few things that hasn't aged well. I think it, it mostly still holds up, like 90%. It's probably, wow. Yeah, I'll see. You know what? Fuck it. Who cares? I'll say it's the best teen sex comedy because it's not just about the comedy. It's about the relationships. And it's a great movie that was the starting point for a lot of great careers to this day. And I'm happy we discussed it, even though my partner is a sociopath and you need therapy because that's too many times to watch the same movie in a row. Nah, man. But that, but hey, you'll be okay. You're gonna be okay, John. I'm gonna be even better. I'm gonna be even better. Um, and those are our thoughts on Super Bad and. Also, yeah. watch the commentary. If 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 anybody who has watched Superbad, I imagine all of our audience has at least watched Superbad at least once. If you have, watch the commentary because the commentary is also hilarious in its own right. Like absolutely hilarious. No, and uh, we have a tease. Yes, we do, and it comes in the form of a question. And Dago, what is your favorite drug? Wow, there's so many. You know, there's heroin, there's coke. You know, but, uh, you know. I, I usually when I want to get really fucked up, I think my favorite drug is quaaludes. <laughs> John, where can the people follow you? They can follow me at Johnny Octagon ninety nine on Letterboxd. And you can follow me on Letterboxd as well, Indigo45. And you can follow me at Indigo McLeod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow the show at Can't Genre Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And like our Facebook page, You Can't Handle the Genre. And also, rec- don't forget to rate our podcast five stars wherever you can listen to them. Give us a review. Tell your friends if you like it. Share it. It's a really qu- fast click. Don't feel weird. Well, we won't. So, yeah. And, well... That's all for now. We'll see you next week on the last week of Come.